With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. What a great football weekend we had. What a great weekend. I mean, as long as you're not an SC fan, as long as you're not a Florida State fan, yikes. Yikes. As long as you're not a Packers fan, a Browns fan, what a week, a Giants fan. What a weekend we have. Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Dan Beyer in the updates and the games. Iowa Sam on the ones and twos, and it's a J-Stew production. Iowa Sam doing a little victory lap. My pick, which came out uh, Thursday on the Cyhawk, was Moneyline take Iowa, not just the four and a half points that Vegas was giving you. What a blowout that was in Ames. Um Maybe there'll be Brocktober. There's definitely not Brocktember. 
you you got to know about Brock Purdy and getting pulled in order to get that joke. It was a it was a pretty good one. We got a lot to get to. Keenan Allen of your one and zero L.A. Chargers going to join us. It it feels like forever ago that the Chargers actually started the season with a win. How big was it with the Washington Football Team? And oh yeah, by the way, speaking of Washington Football Team, stop me if you've heard this before, but their starting quarterback is injured. Like go back and look. Has there over the last three years has there been a team? With more starting quarterback injuries. I mean, two years ago, the the terrible injury to Alex Smith. And then Colt McCoy came in and he broke a leg as the, his first game in as well. But Taylor Heineke kind of tries to save the day. And what's it say about Cam Newton? I'll tell you that upcoming. Check out the latest lines from World of Sports at Bet River Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. You must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Play a gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Um, let's start with the obvious one. Okay, for the record, I have always been and will always be an Aaron Rodgers fan. For the record, I understood why the Green Bay Packers selected Jordan Love two years ago in the NFL draft. You know, I didn't think Aaron Rodgers showed the slippage that many people thought they saw two years ago, but I understood based upon Jordan Love as a developmental prospect, based upon the fact that as long as you have Aaron Rodgers, you're not going to get a top 10 pick. And his contract and the timing, the idea is you have somebody ready in case he ages. Or he leaves. Both are our possibility. Aaron Rodgers was the big to everybody last year, winning the MVP and playing unbelievable football. But you you are who your best player is in sports. Ask yourself, right? Who is your best player? And then look at the team, and generally they mirror one another. Not always. But usually, when you're a good team, especially, I mean, look at the idea of Tom Brady. And look, do I think Tom Brady has a good time in the offseason? Sure, he played golf with Aaron Rodgers, by the way. He got white boy wasted the victory parade. He had knee surgery, so he probably couldn't get out in the practice field. But when Aaron Rodgers uttered the words, hey, man, I was 50-50 as far as if I wanted to retire. He had all of the ammo in his bag for what the Packers had done wrong and who they had done wrong. And I remain an Aaron Rodgers fan, and I know it's not all his fault. His offensive line, which was rebuilt, got destroyed yesterday afternoon. I think Sean Payton coached an absolute virtuoso. Right? They, a lot of body blows. They ran the hell out of the football. The heat, the humidity of a team from the Midwest coming down and playing outside in Jacksonville. It was body blow after body blow after body blow in the first half. And then once you get behind, now you can pin your ears back and rush the passer. And that's exactly what they did. The Packers look collectively terrible. Terrible. You have a new defensive coordinator, you can't stop the run. Offensively, you have a new offensive line, they can't protect the passer. But you are who your best player is. And Aaron Rodgers looked, frankly, with his hair 
and with his play, like a guy who hiked Machu Picchu this summer, not like a guy who locked in on how do I win one more game and get back to a Super Bowl. It doesn't mean that Aaron Rodgers didn't work hard. He's not in great physical condition. Although, we'll be honest, he did not move away from the pass rush the way that Aaron Rodgers used to. But between body language and just overall sense, and then, of course, though it wasn't truly an exclusive interview with Aaron Rodgers, the continual assertion of, hey, I really thought about retiring. How do you think that plays in the locker room? How do you think that looks towards your organization? Whether it's, whether it's real or it's fake, I, I coward pointed out Russell Wilson, right? Like, if you're under contract, you're going to play. You don't go, well, this is the last dance. This is the last time we're going to be together. I might call it a day or switch teams. When you lose in the NFC Championship game, the way in which they lost in the NFC Championship game, where the defense did its part in the second half and gave him multiple opportunities. The only thing your star of your organization, the face of your franchise to say is, I cannot wait to get back out there because this year we're going to kick the door in. Bum Phillips style, right? NFC Championship game past two years, two years ago blown out by San Francisco last year, come, come from behind, a chance to win the game, and that's what they do? Cowherd used my line. It's not really my line. It's a, it's a college basketball line, which is the sins of the summer are paid for in the winter. And and while so many have been openly critical, how dare the Packers draft an heir apparent who is going to be ready, hopefully, by the time that Aaron Rodgers' contract becomes reasonable to get off the books. I, I don't even know if they know they're going to turn to Jordan Love. But how dare they do that? How dare they, they, they get, a, get a guy? When, look at Aaron Rodgers. Did he look or feel like a guy who was all in? Did he look or feel like a guy who, the Biden language is bad? I mean, I don't know what that throw was. They're down 17-3 and he just airmails one as if to say, F it, I don't like the call, nobody's open, I'm throwing it deep, get me the hell out of here. That's your franchise player? That's the guy who wants to dictate and determine who's on and not on his football team? I just, look, this is no different than Jalen Ramsey or Richard Sherman. You can, Russell Wilson, you can talk the talk. You got to walk the walk. This is Aaron Rodgers describing the loss. This is a good uh, good kick in the you-know-where. Hopefully uh, get us going in the right direction, going back home and playing division opponent next week. This is Matt LaFleur, the head coach on that uh, butt whooping. Absolutely embarrassed us today and can't do that against a well-coached and quality football team. Our guys are going to have to take a long, hard look in the mirror. It starts with myself. Obviously, didn't get these guys ready to play ball, and that's what happens when you, when you go out there and play like that against a good football team. They got their asses kicked. But to me, a guy who has been an ardent defender of Aaron Rodgers, a guy who checks every box of what a quarterback should be able to and can do if they have the talent set, if they have the mental capabilities, if they have the toughness, if they have the, what's that, Cam Newton, aura. He looked like a guy who spent the summer trying to figure out life 
and not trying to figure out the cover two. He looked like a guy who just got done hiking mountains in, in, in Malaysia or Indonesia or Machu Picchu or in Hawaii. One foot in the circle is not two feet in, and everyone knows what that looks like, and everyone on that roster gets it. Like, when, he's, when it's bad, I'm out. Now, we have to have balance and perspective and understand the Bills look like crap yesterday. Plenty of good football teams that didn't play well, that will play well eventually, and we've seen these uneven matchups in the first couple weeks of the season. But that was a yikes. An absolute yikes. Um, all right, there's there's some news out of the Washington football team. What it means for Cam Newton, I'm going to tell you, upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. That is, I, the, you know, Twitter can be an amazing place. Really amazing place where you learn something. People sliding your DMs, like people from high school, like, wow, I had no idea. Very cool stuff. At Gottlieb Show is the Twitter handle. Okay, look, remember last week when um, I tried to paint a realistic picture for uh, for Cam Newton and what was really going on with Cam Newton? You guys remember that? Of course you do. Okay, so what happened with Washington over the weekend? I know they're reporting, hey, just precautionary measure for Ryan Fitzpatrick with a hip injury. Like, get out of here, precautionary measure. <laughs> He's on the IR, right? He's on the IR. Dan Byer, how long does the IR, how long does that hold him out until? Is, uh, well, I know the preseason IR, it's like week six. What is in-season the, IR? There, there are a bunch of different ways, but minimum of three weeks is what uh, yeah, what we could get for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Short-term that, IR. Yeah, so, like, look, that's that's the minimum. But when a – do people know that he's 38 years old? Like, I know Ryan Fitzpatrick's been a while, around a while – I would guess there's not a lot of people who actually know that he's 38 years old. He's been doing so when an old quarterback suffers an apparent hip injury, that is a yikes. Yikes. Um, and of course, you have Mike Florio who's like, this could be a spot for Cam Newton. And I told you guys this. Look, the way it works in the NFL is the way it works in your workplace and my workplace. When you when you need somebody, you like you generally like somebody who you've worked with before. You know them; they know you. Doesn't mean they're perfect, but it does mean it absolutely means that they have a you have a good working relationship and understand what everybody does and how they do it, etc., etc., etc. So, quarterback goes down. Opportunity presents itself. What do you think happens? Right. So the offensive coordinator of the Washington football team is Scott Turner. That name sounds familiar. His dad is Norv Turner. Right. Again, all of this, it's all kind of related, all related together. Right. The quarterback coach is Ken Zampezi. How does that name sound familiar? Like, what do you know about Ken Zampezi? 
Um, well, like, do you know his dad was a legendary coach, right? And Ken Zampezi's been in the league forever. And he was in Cincinnati with Carson Palmer and Andy Dalton. He also was in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield. Right? So guys bring in people when, when Zampezi's been in the league forever. Scott Turner's been in the league forever. And his dad, Norv Turner, also coached Cam, as did Scott Cam's last year in Carolina. And then, of course, their head coaches, Ron Rivera, went to a Super Bowl. Who is the MVP of the league? Who is his quarterback? Cam Newton. Cam Newton can be had for nothing. Pennies on the dollar. Who's available? Well, they instead went with a practice team quarterback, right? And that practice team quarterback, ironically, or maybe not so ironically, right? Not so ironically is they went and signed a quarterback with a, uh, a historic name, right? That's what they did. They went and signed a practice team quarterback whose dad has been a, uh, you know, dad has been a, a an offense coordinator. Kyle Shermer is their practice squad quarterback. Their starter is Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke was in Carolina when Cam got hurt. Kyle Allen is their backup. Was Cam Newton's backup. The Carolina Panther, excuse me, the Washington football team traded for Kyle Allen signed Taylor Heineke and has passed five times over on a minimum contract for Cam Newton, who the head coach worked with and the offensive coordinator worked with. The head coach had him take him to a Super Bowl. The quarterback coach has been in the league forever. The offensive coordinator worked with him and his dad worked with him as well. And they've said, we're good here. If there was a place for Cam Newton to play, that would be the one. And the fact that he's not being picked up is all you need to know about how the league and especially how Ron Rivera views his former star quarterback. He just doesn't have it anymore. And the idea he doesn't want to be a backup. How do you think that goes over? Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so give me those uh, baseball standings again there, Dan. So, yeah, so the Blue Jays have vaulted into the uh, the wild card spot. So right now it's the Red Sox and Blue Jays uh, tied for the American League uh, two wild card spots with the Yankees a game back. Wow. that And, and it, all, it all started really last week when the Blue Jays had a four-game sweep over the Yankees. There are other things that happen now. The Yankees suddenly they they can't get anything going at all, mm-hmm. as you point out, down five nothing, and uh, just kind of crazy how this baseball thing. Like I I always operated on the assumption that baseball wanted that second wild card to make sure they had Yankees and Red Sox in the playoffs, and unfortunately they were set to cannibalize each other mm-hmm. in the wild card. And now you might not even have one in. Yeah, and thank goodness for the wild card because most of the divisions are all wrapped up anyway. But I mean, aside from the NL West, most of the we know the White Sox are going to win the AL Central. Brewers are going to win the NL Central. I mean, we don't. At, we at least we'd have something to uh, to be excited about if it wasn't for the wild card. Now there are three coming up uh, against Toronto. This is this is what the Yankees have left. Uh, they have today's against Minnesota. They got three against Baltimore, which you, you have to win all three. Baltimore's awful. Yes. Then they then they get Cleveland for three, then Texas for three. They finish up finish up at Boston, who they'll play. They're playing to, to for their playoff lives at Toronto, and then home to Tampa. Now Tampa is 
in the playoffs. Uh, but it will be interesting to see who pitches for the Rays in those last three games of the season and how much they use up the bullpen. Who do they rest? How do they do it? That's all always fascinating uh, to anybody who's paid attention. But the, the three against the Red Sox and three against the Blue Jays, six in a row on the road, uh, could well decide who goes to the wild card uh, from the from, from the American League. That's crazy stuff. Yeah, and you have the Mariners and A's just three games back. And then you look at the NL, which is – a crazy race as well. Padres and Reds tied for the final wild card. There's only one wild card up for grabs there. But because uh, you know that the Dodgers or Giants, whoever doesn't win the NL West, will get the first wild card. But yeah, this is down the home stretch. 20 to go in Major League Baseball for, uh, you know, around 20 to go. Some a little uh, more, some a little less. But yeah, Yankees kind of had that uh, great series. 15 in a row, right? They won 15 in a row. Is that what, is that, was that what it ran to? What, That's what I remember as, or, or close to 15 in a row, didn't they? Yeah. I can't, in the middle of August? Yeah, I can't remember. August is a blur to me, uh, now that football season's here. But yes. the uh, the fact is, is yeah, you've got, you know, like, like Toronto and the Red Sox are tied right now, but Blue Jays have two more games to play uh, than the, uh, the Red Sox do, so they could take that top spot. No, it's going to be great down the stretch. Going to be fantastic. Um I so, some wins are bigger than others. Some losses are bigger than others. Is that is that fair, buyer? Like you know, we we watch this for a while. I know we can't get carried away and go, hey, it's week one. Last year, week one, we had yeah. some wild ones. But it does feel like some are bigger than others. Do you ever look at things that way? Yes, absolutely. And I look at week one like that in the National Football League. Who's uh, I, I, I want to talk Chargers. We're gonna have Keenan yeah. Allen in a second. But other wins you think that were or losses that felt like more. Uh, more than the actual uh, I told you on Friday, and I got heckled on it on Twitter because I, th- I said my lock was the Vikings um, minus three against the Bengals, and it might have been minus three and a half. And Minnesota lost that game. And, yeah, it's just one game. And it's a nice win for the Bengals. And Jamar Chase had a good game. But when you're playing the AFC North like Minnesota is, and you've got – that Bengals game, week one on the road, that's a game you win. Because you don't know if you're going to beat Pittsburgh, don't know if you're going to beat Baltimore, don't know if you're going to beat Cleveland. Those are going to be tough games. That's the one game that you say, all right, we've got that in hand. We should be all right. And then they don't win it. And now you're looking at, not like it's murderer's road, Doug, but that's a game that you, even though it's week one, that you kind of want to have. And and I think that's a bigger deal. And so I thought that the Vikings, who were my lock on Friday, their loss was a bigger deal than others. I think that's absolutely fair. Absolutely fair. Um, I do think Cincinnati's defense is dramatically improved, but you're right. That that's a game they they sh- they should have won. Um, and, and and look, I even I think most people when you look at New England, they lost the game, but they lost it. I think based upon a fumble. And if you watched how that team played, it felt like they're better than their the final result. Right? Sure. Like that that was a loss that doesn't feel like it hurts you as much even though it's a divisional loss to the Dolphins. Well, I was and I was going to say this is like you look just look back at last year and you say oh it's a long season week 1 doesn't matter. The only win the Jaguars had was week 1 against the Colts. And when you look back and see what the Colts did, we know they gave Buffalo a run for their money. But if the Colts win that game, they win the division. They get a home game for the wild card. They don't have to travel to Buffalo and just sneak into the playoffs. There are a lot of th- ramifications for games like that. And, yeah, you look at the the Patriots and Dolphins game. For some reason, they seem to always play week one now. But uh, 
I looked at it as the the Patriots having an opportunity to win that sans the Damian Harris fumble uh, was a was a win for the Patriots, a moral victory, if you will. Yeah, I agree. For a team that doesn't really uh, value moral victories, that was a good moral victory for them. Whereas um, the Bears felt like a demoralizing victory, demoralizing loss. And and it's not the I don't even think the Andy Dalton piece is the biggest issue, right? It's they're built based upon their defense, and I mean they gave up two. I mean I've I haven't seen two blown assignments like that in the same game from a team that remember the Bears are a playoff team two of the past three years. Like this is and they're built on their defense, and they have that those sorts of missed assignments where Cooper Cup. I mean he could have crawled into the end zone. I, I felt like that was a little bit more demoralizing than just one loss. It was, and it the the, the Dalton factor is completely separate. But yeah, we, we we did think that it maybe the the Bears defense would be would be better, um, or would continue that tradition of when Vic Fangio was there, you know, a few years back. And it uh, it was not last night. I know Chuck Chuck Pagano uh, retired this past off season, so you have changes there, but. Yeah, a, a surprise that the Bears, who you thought would hang their hat on defense, uh, had those missed assignments, as you said. Yep, yep, and and um, uh, you know I'll be interested. I you know Cleveland, Cleveland played well enough to win, but you have a fumble, and then you have the uh, the, the punter drop the football oh. on his first punt of the game, <laughs> and then you have Baker when he's down trying to throw a ball out of bounds and looks like he gets hit from behind, but it was, it did feel like Baker kind of being Baker trying to do too much. Yeah. I, I, I'm really, I, I was mixed on how this game played out because this game was also on in the window that George Reister and I did our show yesterday and the Browns were dominating the game. And you knew that Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs were going to come back. But when you, when you lose the game, like you did with the, the miscues that you had, yeah, you could have won it. And immediately afterwards, Doug, I thought, man, what a missed opportunity for Cleveland. Yep. Totally. A, that's, that's exactly, that's, that, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. And then exactly what I thought. But then I took a step back and I said to myself, you know what? Maybe, maybe just in the long run. Like I woke up this morning and thought, if they meet again in the playoffs, at least you don't have the well, hey, the Browns went there and what are the likelihood that they beat them twice in this season? Like I'm 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 not saying it's a moral victory because Cleveland has bigger aspirations, but to just know that they can play like they played. And even though they didn't get a win, I mean tells me that Cleveland's gonna be one of the top teams. But I yeah, I thought I thought, man, what what an opportunity! And the muff punt was the muff punt was ten times worse than Baker's interception. Yes, but what we're going to talk about and we're going to look at as we always do is Baker's interception. Um, yeah, I mean, like, look, here's my thing on the on the on the muff punt. Okay, one, it just can't happen. I mean, he just it just it just it can't happen. There's nothing to. Uh, it's Jamie Gillen, right? I mean, he, but like, look, Jamie, all due respect, if you're going to have a hair like that, you can't do it. Yeah. You know, yes. like the flow is because you know what happens. You're like, dude, if you were not worrying about your flow, instead of worrying about catching the football, none of this would happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I agree. I'm like, if you're going to have hair like that, you better catch a punt. 
You better. And I, he, Plus, he's like, like, he's like a, he's like a Steve Weatherford guy. Like he's like all ripped up and, well, and a model and posing like, oh, that's great. Got to be able to there, at least catch the football. There was a scenario in the Colts Seahawks game yesterday where Michael Dixon of Seattle kind of had that same opportunity, but still like ran to the side and got the punt off. I actually thought that he could have gotten the punt off. Because I didn't see yes. a, a Chiefs defender. I yes. think he panicked immediately. Yes. Like the worst thing that you can do is just, you know, I, I know you don't want it blocked and then picked up and ran in for a score. But I actually thought, even though he muffed it, he still maybe could have got some sort of kickoff. Maybe in the end it wouldn't have mattered because it was Patrick Mahomes. But to set them up at the 14 yard line, just, yeah, just completely changed everything, took the entire air out of Cleveland. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, some of these losses. I felt like the Chargers win was a big one. Now, I know they won last year in Cincinnati. But if you remember the game in Cincinnati, Cincinnati marched down the football field and had, I think, a field goal. It was a penalty on a touchdown catch in the end zone. So they had to kick a field goal that I I believe would have sent it to overtime. And they missed like a, a very easy field goal. The year before, they beat the Colts the first week of the season. You're like, well, that's the same thing. No, if you remember, that was the year that Andrew Luck retired uh, right before, during the last preseason game, and the Colts kind of had to scramble uh, with um, with uh, Jacoby uh, Brissett. Brissett, yeah, as their, as their starting quarterback, right? So um, all of these scenarios aren't the same. For me, the reason that it was, was so good Okay, for the Chargers and so big for the Chargers is, um, is is that the way in which you win a football game, right? You get the ball with 6.43 to go. You're down, you're down four, you're up four points. And I mean, outside of a championship drive, right? Or a winning drive where you score a touch, you're down four and you score a touchdown and you leave no time on the clock. Outside of that, getting the ball on the road, 6.43 to go, and not letting the other team get it back, especially when, and I know that they're more pass rush, but that's a great front seven, especially front four for the Washington football team. They got the ball 6.43 to go and never gave it back. That, that's, a, that's a huge win. for Now they get the Cowboys, and it'll be a road game, even though at home with all the Cowboys fans in Los Angeles. That said, the Cowboys are all banged up, and the Chargers do not appear to be nearly as banged up. So I felt like that was a huge let's let's ask Keenan Allen, of course, a star wide receiver who had two big third down catches on that final drive. Keenan, to to get to get the ball back with I think six forty three to go. Something like that. To 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 get to to Keenan, you with us? Keenan Allen joining us on the Doug Gottlieb yes. show on Fox Sports Right. Thanks, Keenan. So look, to get the ball back with six and change to go and to never give the football up, how how much does that change how you there's a lot of ways to win a game last year in Cincinnati you needed a missed chippy field goal but to never it feels like a different kind of win for the Chargers am I crazy to think that way no it um it's good um like you said we finished the game with the ball in our hand we didn't even have to kick a field goal to go up a touchdown so that's always good it felt dominant to do that and um you know we felt good about it Justin Herbert, year one to year two, obviously finding you twice, third down on that last drive. You guys have a great connection. How, how has he evolved from last year to this year? Uh, more settled in, more confident, uh, more composed. Um, he's able to be resilient. You see him after the, after the interception late. Um, he's come back down and just keeps banging third down after third down. Um, he's a special man, a lot of talent, and uh, 
you know, he doesn't take it for granted. He shows up every day and he, and he goes to work. New coaching staff. What did you learn about the coaching staff from having played? You played for a bunch of them in your time with the Chargers. What did you learn about this coaching staff uh, having seen them week, week one on the road in a close game? Yeah, well put together. Well put together. Um, uh, well led, I would say. Um, kept the energy up for us all, all week. Uh, kept us um, healthy all week. Kept our bodies feeling good. Um, I thought the game plan was amazing. You know, both sides of the ball. Offense and defense, even even special teams, so everything was good. Keenan Allen joining us uh, on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Chargers want to know, beat the Washington football team 20-16. to 16. Now home, SoFi. You played there for an exhibition. You played there last year, but you haven't played in front of a full house. I'm sure you watched at least a little bit of the Rams playing in front of a full house. Uh, what's the feeling like of actually having a brand new home stadium through all you guys have been through? Yeah, man, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Can't wait for it. Uh, can't wait for the fans. You know, and uh, it'll, it'll be exciting. Does it does it feel different, right? Because I'll tell you, when you watch the Chargers at home, for years it had been okay. Something's gonna go wrong here, and obviously you go back three years ago and things went right. Is there a different feeling with this team? Uh, yeah, I think so. A little bit, a little bit different um, uh, culture. A little bit different lead, and um, you know we got different dogs at the at the, at the start. Yeah, it's 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 very true. Keenan Allen's our guest here, Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, like for you now, you're starting to get, and you've always gotten us a level of respect, but it feels like it's changed. Where I saw people talking about you as the best route runner in football, and anybody who follows the Chargers knows how you've been valued within that organization, but. What's that like for you to get the national recognition, even though you've been putting in work for years? That's cool, man. It's, uh, I think it's always good to be respected by by, uh, by your peers and other people, you know, that, that recognize talent and uh, hard work, stuff like that. So that's cool. Big Rashawn, a uh, little, little different when you got Big Rashawn Slater at left tackle, right? Like, oh, holy, yeah. holy, holy cow, he was crushing dudes yesterday against a good defensive line. Yeah, yeah, he, he showed up, man. Uh, he, he showed that he was working on every penny that he got and more. Yeah, listen. Keenan, thanks for uh, joining us. Congrats on the win. We appreciate it. We'll see you in SoFi this weekend. All right, now. Appreciate it. How significant was the Steelers' win over Buffalo? Find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I don't think uh, Keenan Allen was short with his answers. I think he was concise. Economy of words. Economy of words. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings. The signals are going. Don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Even if you don't see a train stop, trains can't pay for by nits. Let's get to a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Bye, what do you got, bud? Doug, we are looking at a game today called... Big deal, little deal, no deal. All right, just before we get to the game, just some more injury news popping up in the NFL. Niners running running back Raheem Mostert going to be on IR for a while. Could be two months because of torn cartilage in his knee. And Niners corner Jason Verrett done for the season with a torn ACL. Kyle Shanahan speaking with the media. So that's what's gone down in the last 15 minutes or so. All right, Doug, let's get to it. Big deal, little deal, or no deal. That Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield threw an interception at midfield to effectively end Sunday's game in Kansas City? Uh, I think it's a little deal. You know, I mean, there are times in which Baker, he tries to do too much. I, I, you know, 
I don't think Romo was sticking up for him. I just think it was pretty obvious. He was getting hit as he's going down, and you would think he was trying to throw it away. Um, and it's a, you know, that's a, that's a, that's tough. When you're on the road in Kansas City, you just can't get behind. And he didn't fumble twice to get Kansas City back in the game, right? That wasn't on him. And, you know, they got a little lucky. Kansas City got a little lucky with Mahomes just throwing it up and Tyreek Hill adjusting to a ball that was massively underthrown. Uh, but he is the quarterback. They did have the lead. They outplayed Kansas City for three quarters of the game. And they had the ball with a chance to win it. And he couldn't do it. He threw an interception. So it is on him. Not a no deal, but a little deal. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Carson Wentz threw for 251 yards and two touchdowns and no interceptions in a loss to the Seahawks. Um, it's a it's a little deal. It's a baby step, right? No interceptions. Seemed a little bit comfortable, but I mean they 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 weren't able to generate much offense against against the Seahawks. And you know the two issues with the Seahawks have been defense and offensive line. And I don't think anybody th- thought they were the the defense would play that well week one of the season. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that NBC showed a woman that was not Matthew Stafford's wife and claimed she was his wife, only to have to make the correction later in the broadcast. Did you see what uh, Stafford's wife posted on Instagram No, I didn't. A picture with the woman. No. It said wife one and wife two. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, It reminds me of the King of Queens episode where Doug had an upstairs wife and downstairs wife. There was... uh, yeah, Doug got everything he wanted. Carrie was upstairs as his real wife, and Holly was downstairs making him baked goods and everything he could ask for. Spicy. Big deal, yeah. little d- deal, or no? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Two wives is actually nearly as good as it sounds. <laughs> it actually feels never. Hey, worked for Doug Heffernan for a while until he, you know, got greedy and went to Arena Wife, who gave him great tickets to uh, to sporting events. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Pittsburgh went to Buffalo and took out the Bills in Week One. I feel like that's a big win for, for Pittsburgh, you know? I mean, this is a team that last year got off to a hot start, but nobody bought in because of the, the, the quality of competition they're playing. Buffalo's a team that people think can make a Super Bowl. And, you know, Pittsburgh was, I felt like, outstanding on the defensive side of the ball against a really good offense. So, and Big Ben was fine, you know, not great, not terrible. Najee Harris couldn't really get it going. So the, the rushing attack wasn't, isn't fixed and big Ben wasn't great, but the defense was outstanding. That won him the game. Big deal, little deal or no deal, Doug, that the last quarterback that was a, the first overall pick and won their first game in week one of the regular season was David Carr of the Texans in 2002. I need to give credit to Andrew Siciliano of the NFL Network, who had this stat earlier today. But is that a big deal, a little deal, or no deal that quarterbacks who are the first overall picks haven't won their first game in over 20, almost 20 years? I mean, let's just take even, not this year, but the previous year, Joe Burrow. Like, Joe Burrow actually led Cincinnati down the field against the Chargers, threw a touchdown pass, was called P.I., and then they kicked a field goal that was like a 23-yarder that they missed. So I feel like it's, a, it's almost like a statistical anomaly. Most sure. times, you're the number one pick. You're on a terrible team, right? Yep. Um, and they start you a little bit too early, but oftentimes, you know, the loss isn't solely pinned on you. Big deal, little deal, or no deal, Doug, that Oklahoma is ranked third in this week's AP Top 25 poll, higher than Oregon and Iowa, who are ranked fourth and fifth, respectively. I mean, it's comically... I mean, that's one of those because you're in the preseason where you're ranked. Didn't play well two weeks ago, played well this past weekend. But we have no sense of how good they are at the top as opposed to Oregon, 
who had a decent win over uh, Fresno State, right, two weeks ago. And then, I mean, really, line of scrimmage, they dominated Ohio State at Ohio State. I, I don't know how anybody could rightfully rank uh, Oklahoma based upon perception when the reality is Oregon's done more work so far this yeah. season. I think we all understood Georgia moving up uh, to number two after their win against Clemson. Maybe Oregon and Iowa should have been given that same respect. Uh, big deal, little deal, or no deal that Giancarlo Stanton and the Yankees got heated with Francisco Lindor and the Mets last night at City Field. Uh... It, it, on a week one of the NFL season, it was a great atmosphere in baseball. Um, I don't know. It apparently hasn't fueled the Yankees today as they continue to trail the Twins 5 nothing. No, it feels like it feels like that loss yesterday affects them today, right? Like mm-hmm. it's a that that's it's huge. It, it was a crazy sports weekend if you think about it in New York, right? You had the US Open, the women won by a qualifier, an 18-year-old qualifier. The men's US Open where Djokovic gets upset by uh, Medvedev in the final. Then you have Yankees and Mets, uh, Mets yep. and nine, the anniversary of 9-11. And then, of course, you got the, the Giants playing at home and, and of course, losing. Shot, stop if you heard this before, but Daniel Jones fumbling. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, big, big, big weekend. I think that's a big deal. That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. I mean, I, do, do people understand that, that she uh, won as a qualifier so you had to win three matches to get in and then won seven matches and didn't lose a set. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? 
You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.